Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm Gabrielle, and this is my girl, Cass. What is up, everybody? And we are so excited that you are here journeying with us. So today, we're going to talk about one of my soul sister's favorite modalities. But before we jump any further, I just want to welcome you here. Like, If you're new here, I know we've been getting quite a few new listeners every single week, and Whenever you listen to an episode, I want you to know that this is like a oracle card. This is spirit. This is soul. This is divine work. And I'm even going to say medicine. Like it's mm. not, it's not because we're special or we're anything like that. Just because we use the word psychic, it's just because whatever finds you is made for you. No matter if you listen to us, Josh Rogan, if you listen to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I was just listening to him. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to who else? Who are other people you like? What other podcasts do you listen to? Let's just like vibe just for a second. Do you know what? I I'm... actually stopped listening to podcasts. Same, but yeah. I just started. I'm back to listening to A Line Within, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen, funnily enough, one of the main podcasts I listen to are usually astrology ones and human design ones. Mm-hmm. I love the Day Luna podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is like solely just on human design. And I listen to a few different astrology podcasts. So mm-hmm. I primarily turned my listening into like purely educational sort of podcasts like that. But then, yeah, I got it. I got into Gaia. I started watching Gaia, but actually listening to Gaia like it was a podcast. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's me. I would love to know what podcast you guys listen to, mm. who you aspire to hear from, and what really lights you guys up so we can better serve you. So mm. jump into our Instagram and let's like connect because we're just two girls sitting behind a microphone talking to whoever pops on and we don't really know so mm. we just want to say hi and know that we are here for a huge point of connection if you let that be yes we love hearing from you guys it's nice to know because it just feels like we're sitting here in our like dining room talking to ourselves which we kind of are and it is nice to sort of like put a face put an energy behind you know some of our listeners so please reach out Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, I've deviated. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We love deviations um, around here. So today we're talking about human design. Mm. Yes. So it's probably your favorite modality. At one point mm. it was astrology and then mm-hmm. it kind of moved and now it's like really stuck, I think, with you. Yeah. Um, human design is a beautiful, and I'm going to say what it is, it's a modality to help you better understand yourself. But at the end of the day, it is just more labels to help you better mm. determine yourself and... I always think from my personal perspective, the more we get kind of caught up in it, the more we might pinpoint ourselves and we get to be open as well. So take this if it resonates. If it doesn't, leave it. Skip ahead, find a new episode. Otherwise, come journey with us. 
Yeah. So yeah, as Gabrielle said, I used to, I first got into astrology um, and then transitioned into human design. I always say to people that I look at astrology now from a very global perspective. I look at how astrology is affecting our society as a whole. And then I use human design to sort of understand people. Now, it is really honoring my human design, the way in which I interpret the world, the way in which I see the world is like a jigsaw puzzle, which is something that human design highlighted for me. Then that really made sense. Um, human design probably gave me a map or understanding of myself more than I've really ever been able to understand myself. So just so you guys know, human design is a very new modality. So compared to things like astrology, like this was actually channeled. So it's actually a very spiritual background to this. It was channeled by a guy named Ra Uruhu in the late 1980s. So there's still a lot to actually learn about human design, which is something that I really, really love. There's not a lot of information out there, really. He's written a book on this. And what we're really experiencing now is a lot of people just like me starting to learn, implement, investigate, understand human design, see how it's actually being practically embodied and in, in within people we know so that we can understand it ourselves better and then obviously teach it back out to other people so i see the people in my life through their human design chart basically which can be challenging for some people but that's just how i kind of view the world so it's a really beautiful modality and really i just say it's an awareness tool for people just to see how your energetic body and how you as an energetic being actually intermingles with people and the environment that you live work interact in mm. so yeah i have been heavily studying human design for like i'm gonna say 18 months to two years now and i think that my it's overtaken astrology as the awareness tool or modality purely because i can see it on a much easier scale and how people are actually embodying certain aspects of it it's not just like oh you're an aries and you have an aries in your whatever chart there's so many other layers to human design that in my opinion gives you much better blueprint of who you are so I can, can yeah go i ask something hmm. um and human design is based off astrology all the gates mm. and the centers are all based off where the stars and moon aligned right correct so but is it based off there's so much it, more is it indian or is it the westernized version it is still the westernized version mm, i always thought it was the indian it is still the westernized version um of astrology to my understanding um, it is what they call a synthesis of quite a few different modalities, guys. So it's astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, physics, chakras. I don't think I miss anything there. So basically, it's exactly the same. You get your birth details. So time of birth, date of birth, place of birth. And it basically gives you this blueprint blueprint basically of what your energetic i say it to people it's like your aura right talking through it like a psychic lens mm -hmm. and it incorporates the chakras there's all these different layers of the physics in there obviously yes astrology the different gates and stuff relate to astrological transits during the time and there's like a 
when you first see it, it's so overwhelming. And I think that's why so many people enjoy getting into it because it's kind of like this jigsaw puzzle. I see it as a jigsaw puzzle of kind of like really understanding all the different layers. Mm, And I guess something that I would really love to add is that why I think you, why or it might be better interpreted about being your auric field like your energy is because it will show you what type of energy you really need to bring in from other people and i guess i always see it as a bringing in i know it also tells us what we give out Mm -hmm. but i think the biggest keys i've ever taken away from human design is actually understanding what i need yeah correct so just to give you guys a you know brief rundown of the basics of human design like i said you get your birth details it gives you your blueprint of your body and then like the basic thing you want to know is like what is your type what is your energetic type which is like i said this is your your aura your energetic blueprint and so you know gabs and i are both manifesting generators like i said there's five types so there's manifesting generators or man gens generators manifestors projectors and reflectors which i'm so excited to announce guys we met our first reflector the other day and i it was a while ago it, okay well, it was maybe like a few <laughs> weeks ago you know oh my god that's like a month ago, ago now <laughs> i can't remember i haven't even shared this with the world but i've said for like two years on my own podcast and even on this podcast guys i need to meet a reflector reflectors are like less than one percent of the human population and when i brought this person's um chart up i just paused we should share the video. Yeah, I should share the video because I got up and I was like running around almost just out of pure joy because I'd finally met. I can't wait to connect with this person more and basically analyze their entire being so I can understand reflectors because that's what I do. Anyways, that was a total sidebar. It's very exciting for me. So yes, they're your five types. Once you understand what your type is, when you understand what your type um, needs and how it operates, then you can actually learn to decondition yourself. So for instance, if you're a projector, you're potentially, you know, operating now in a really generator style world. Projectors don't have a defined sacral, so they tend to need to, they have this need to kind of like be competing with everyone. I need to keep going. I need to keep pushing. I must keep, keep moving. That's because you have that undefined sacral, which is actually where the human body creates the energy from you know those of us who are generators or manifesting generators we have that defined sacral so we actually have a constant stream of energy which means that we just keep moving when we're in alignment which can be quite daunting for our projector friends Mm, i'm just gonna interject because i can just really feel that this makes no sense to someone so when we look at a chart so what i want you to imagine is a person sitting down all right and when we're looking at these charts, let's just use the Andra because everyone knows the Andra is the third eye. So there is a triangle there. Mm. All right. If this triangle is blue or whatever color the chart uses, the color defines that it is defined. And if it is gray or clear or whatever color these people use in this chart, it means it's undefined. Defined means you know how to act or react from that, that center. And it's not exactly linked to the chakra system because we have this thing called a G center. Mm-hmm. And a spleen there. And a, the two extra ones. And yeah. a spleen. So, but that's what Cassie means when she's talking about defined or undefined. Like I have an undefined root chakra, which means I always have this undefined hum of, am I safe? Can I stay here? Is this right? What happens if this happens? It always brings up this inner fear in me that I've really been on my journey of learning to quiet and understand that 
this is what safety is, Gabrielle, and this is how we hold that. So you get to learn and define through this, if you choose, what you deem those things to be if it is undefined. Um, yes, most of what you just mentioned is probably coming from your undefined spleen mm-hmm. because you mentioned a lot about fears. So yes, what I recommend you guys, if you've never seen your human design chart, go to um, mybodygraph.com. There's another one. I'll link them both below in the show notes and actually bring it up. Um, each of the defined centers, like actually understanding your defined and undefined centers, in my opinion, is probably more important than just looking at what your type is because the centers like gab said like these relate to the chakras this is exactly the same we've we've spoken about the chakras on the podcast before the chakras are the main energy points of the human body it's where we're transmitting energy and so think of a defined center like a defined chakra that has a very steady spin to it right if you've got a defined center you know who you are the energy is consistent you've got energy flowing into that center all the time If it's undefined, the energy is chaotic. It is open. You are bringing in the energy of the environment and the people around you and you are amplifying it, okay? You are amplifying either fears, emotions, um, ideas, desires, whatever it is that you might have open, you're bringing that in and exalterating it. I don't know if that's quite the right, but that's... Making a bigger. You're amplifying. Amplifying. We'll go with amplifying. You're amplifying it within your environment. And so I always say to people when I do readings for them, I'm like, it's so important to have a look at the charts of the people that you work with or live with or friends and stuff so that you know when you're with these people, how are you sharing information? How are you sharing the energy between yourselves? Are you going to be around someone who you're constantly amplifying their emotions? Are you going to constantly be amplifying their fears? And that way you can be really aware of this when you're actually interacting with people. Mm. So what is your undefined sentence? I don't actually personally. I have an undefined mind and an undefined anja. All my Mm. other centers are defined, which is semi-rare. Like, um, it's honestly, it's yes, it's great having so many defined centers. It does make people with more defined centers a lot more stubborn just because we're very set in this is our energy we know who we are so that's really fantastic mm-hmm. um i kind of wish i had a defined answer we've spoken about this mm-hmm. i definitely see the disadvantages to having an undefined answer but i also work with understanding all the different gates and stuff so that i really work with the energy well enough mm-hmm. So, so my question is for someone under like who is undefined, just pulling up my body graph and just looking at the keywords is all that I've really understood. Mm. And I think that's enough for you guys to understand what's coming through. And I think I would love to chat about, this is something I've received spiritually and have the awareness. And I think we've actually talked about is the age that we currently in so many people have undefined minds and that's causing so much Mm. mental dis-ease and dis-anguish because we are in control of ourselves and control of our thoughts and i believe in 200 years we will probably have a community a population that has a defined mind i don't know what your beliefs are about that that's a personal Mm. innate belief but so um i always two i'm a two-parter here we actually used to be all reflectors. Mm. So we actually all used to have open 
centers. That makes sense. Yes. So we were always open and receiving. So we were able to feel and understand and know exactly what was happening within our environment. So I, my question, my, my thought pattern is yes. Are we moving back to that or are we moving to the complete opposite? It's so like, we, we have no idea completely Mm. theorizing here guys. But absolutely, a lot of the times when I do readings for people, um, one of the main things I say is we have such, because I think it's only about 13% of the population um, have defined minds. And so you think about the mind, this is where we are actually receiving information from Mm. source, from spirit, okay? It's where all the ideas, information, not ideas, information is coming into us. And because that center is not defined, then we have a really hard time trusting it. We have a really hard time knowing, is this truth? We have a really hard time just basically navigating all of the crap that's coming in. It's not filtering, basically. And that's why I think there's such a high level of anxiety within our society. I say this quite often to people. Mm. See, what I find is really interesting, I've met someone who's completely defined Mm. 100 percent they were defined but they had a lot of struggle with mental illness and it was so intriguing in the viewpoints in which they had about themselves so i guess through my own personal lens meeting a reflector and meeting someone who's been completely defined has Mm. been such an interesting intuitive adventure yes when you look at their i suppose how they're both operating it does make me think hmm you know maybe the reflector lifestyle is probably like the easiest the easiest to kind of move forward yeah. yeah, because then you, it's like the hunter-gatherer. Like we were all hyper-emotional, hyper-empathic, but there wasn't the need or the pressure that we have in this society. Like we live in a, just listening to the most amazing podcast, we live in this unhealthy society, in which I talk about all the time, the pressure, the need, the money. There's no, there is no community-based structures. Like we have a family and then if that has extended family, we're still isolated within that generally. Mm. that's the type of um, society which we have grown into and when we look at that and we start to think why has the human design evolved of course Mm. it has it's reflecting our innate nature that we have to have these harder structures because we don't feel safe yeah like funnily enough um, we originally only had the base seven centers same as the basic seven chakras but then humans quote-unquote evolved um around the 1770s 1780s and then the g center and the spleen were you know evolved into that so i do personally think like i've just sort of had an awareness now um of like maybe we benefit from being reflectors and that now that we have all these more defined centers it's our our programming going no this is who i am instead of this is who we are which is maybe more of a reflector energy that's exactly where i was already yeah 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 um and so yeah look we're totally theorizing here but i would love to see society move back towards reflectors again you guys they're very rare so there could be still a time to get there yeah and i think as much as we're talking about human design here, we're also talking about the structure of society, right? Mm. And I think human design says it so beautifully that 
where we are defined, we understand ourselves and where we are undefined, we're lost within the conscious collective. Mm. And I do perceive my own journey as finding myself in those undefined spaces and being able to hold myself within that and journey through that. And I think so much of life feels big and scary and we have too many options and not enough connection. Generalization of my view of the world. Mm. And human design can help us understand the parts that we feel that we're missing or the parts of us that feel like need love or support. And that's honestly the real awarenesses that I've had through human design. Yeah, and I, I've i met, it's very important for me, anytime I meet someone, I'm, you know, what's your date of birth? Give me your astrology chart, give me your human design chart. Um, but I, I've seen having undefined centers, I've seen how people have operated and I've seen the benefits and then the challenges that these people have had to overcome like for me having an undefined anja means that i ha- i do struggle to understand the awarenesses that i have okay like the anja just like the third eye is where we process information where we actually conceptualize our ideas and so because i don't have a defined anja i can have awarenesses come through that don't always make sense to me and they take longer for me to actually process because that's the part of the human um, being that processes it. I've seen for people who have undefined emotional centers who struggle in, not struggle in life, but like when they're around people who are in heightened emotional states, I always say to people like, if you have an undefined emotional center, you're an empath on steroids, right? Because your body is literally picking up the energy of the people and environment that you're in and amplifying it. And you are feeling that, like feeling that tenfold. And so actually understanding that can be really helpful because unfortunately what you then do is you will then automatically take on the emotion of that people that you are in. If you have an undefined G center, it means you're going to be constantly struggling with Uh, looking for love looking for purpose and direction in life and just being aware of these different things you can't change your human design guys it's like your astrology chart you can't change it but it's just about being aware of what some of these programs that you have that are running through you so that you can choose to operate at the highest frequency that's how i always explain it Mm, i love that i think what is the biggest things you would want to teach someone in human design um first things you need to know are what your type is and then what the strategy and authority is for that and then probably understanding your defined and undefined centers like i said there's five types um that's your energetic body your aura but then you have what they call a strategy and authority and this is basically your body's intuition And so this is about deconditioning yourself out of making decisions and living your life from your logical self and instead tapping into your body and making decisions based on maybe you've got a sacral authority or an emotional authority. Some people do have ego projected um, authorities as well or a spleen. So there's different, there's like seven authorities in total. So just learning how to actually use your body for its intuition rather than making decisions based on your mind. I feel like they're probably the biggest points. And then, yeah, like we've said, the defined and undefined centers are super important. Mm. What has been, I'm just going to ask you a question. What do you think has been the biggest benefit you've seen within your life of understanding 
your human design? Um, I think the difference is I see it really abstract. Like I see it as a perception of how I may be in the world. I don't see it quite as myself mm. as you do. Like I know that's a something you hold as if it's um, a card on your chest, I guess. Mm. And it's something that I see very abstractly. I think the best thing that it actually gave me the deepest awareness is how I manifest, to be completely honest. Like mm. it was just the verification I need in knowing how I manifest on a very specific basis. I think it brought up some really intriguing facts about myself, about how I do have that undefined root and spleen and how feeling safe is probably the biggest aspect of myself that I'm working towards granting within myself. Mm. And it's given me some good aspects to work towards. And I think it's also taught me a lot of some subconscious patterning. Mm, yes yeah when you get into the gates and the channels the patterning um and personality traits are really interesting to get into um some of the other aspects i haven't even mentioned and i think just hearing sort of what gabrielle is talking about how she views it the human design also shows you how you view the world yes your manifestation style but how you actually process awarenesses and it's something that i find super intriguing when i meet people because i have an imaginative and very broad way of viewing the world which is in my opinion why i understand astrology and human design to the level that i do because i see life like a jigsaw puzzle and not everyone sees that unless you have the same um, transformational gates that I do, um, arrows that I do. So again, I think that it's super important to take anything that we're saying as an invitation to say, does this resonate with me? Do I, do I feel like this would be anything that I'd be interested in? And then, you know, you sort of take the journey further. Mm, yeah. And I think always discerning what feels right for you mm. and really like coming back to your heart space, like, someone here is giving me a tool and right now if you feel lost or unsure it may be a tool that will serve you and i say that with as much dignity and grace as i can because i think we live in a world that is striving for things that are here to make us feel more disconnected and we keep thinking that the things outside of us are going to fix us mm. and this may be a tool that serves you in understanding yourself at a deeper level inside of yourself and your own awarenesses mm, yeah exactly i think that the beautiful thing about human design or astrology or anything else um gosh this so, honestly the guys there's so many different uh, modalities out there they are just an awareness tool okay it can just allow you to start questioning yourself to highlight aspects of your personality conscious or unconscious because that's what human design does that's what the gates and channels do it outlines your personality traits so it is just a tool to help you actually dive deeper into yourself and that's really what the invitation is do you want to dive deeper into understanding yourself through a modality like this or you know you guess you do the work a different way but i think all of us are trying to do that in some way shape or form mm -hmm. what's the biggest thing human design has taught you about myself. Oh yeah, let's go about yourself and then about life. Yeah, um, about myself, I think it really did give me a huge permission slip. Being a manifesting generator, I always felt like there was 
I, I was interested in too many things, especially when I got into business. Like man gens always have a lot of interests. And I think it was like a nice permission slip to just allow myself to follow all of the different things that I'm interested in. It doesn't always need to make sense. They don't need to correlate, but just enjoy it. And I think as well, understanding the different aspects of having an undefined Anja was super powerful because once I read it, I was like, holy shit, this totally makes sense. Like it was like someone had just seen me for the first time. Um, and it's been a really powerful tool to start to embody the different gates coming off my, off my Anja center so that I can actually learn to process and understand the awareness and information that I'm receiving, mm. which has been huge for me. Um, mm. so yeah, how I witness you and it lands for you is so I can witness how powerful it is for you, but I think. I wonder what it would have been like for me to have found human design maybe five years earlier on my journey mm. because maybe then it would have impacted me in the way in which it impacts you. Mm. But I had been witnessed yeah. multiple times by many people and felt completely seen. Mm. So that's a really interesting, just super awareness mm-hmm. I just had about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. So as for society, that was a question, wasn't it? Yeah, society. I think that, um, I think it's more so just how it's allowed me to view other people. I analyze, and again, this, like I've said, there's quite a lot of bits of my chart. Some of my main actual, my conscious sun and conscious earth both basically say that I'm here to intuitively view people and lead people. That's basically some of the core points of my human design. And so, I do, and I've said before, I'm constantly analyzing or psychoanalyzing people um, because I like to understand how and why people are operating the way that they are. And I do believe that part of my gift is to see what they're doing and say, hey, I've just noticed this. I think you're embodying this part of your chart or this part of your chart um, and kind of share that knowledge and wisdom with them. So I think as well, like just giving people like, through my readings and through my work, like giving people the permission slip they need, like, babe, like you're a man, Jen, go and do the five different topics of interest that you have. If you're a projector and you're really struggling in your nine to five job, it's because you're probably not designed to be doing that. You need to find your one thing and completely build your life from that. So I think I just like that helping aspect as well. Mm, I think it's giving, it's definitely part of your life purpose is helping people see themselves and view themselves. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Literally it's in my human design. Just, I love it. Mm. Yeah. Any other questions? I feel like that was it. No, I feel like I'm out of all questions. Amazing. I'm at cacao time. So sorry. (laughs) Love cacao. Well, um, guys, I hope that this has been a quick 30 minute intro into human design. So if this has intrigued you at all, come and book a reading with me. I do them either live on Zoom or a voice recording. Mm. And then you get a document. I break it all down for you. It's a lot, but it will help you understand yourself and actually start to implement some of your strengths mm. um, and embody some of your shadows as well. Yeah. And I this is something that I've every client I worked with this month 
this year, this year in my cell healer course, mm. actually got a reading of Cassie because it really did help them understand themselves through a different lens. Mm. And I think especially just knowing for them, like, uh, is your throat connected to your anja? Is your anja connected to your heart? Like, how is information flowing through your channel? Like, yeah, I think it's such an important awareness. I don't even think, but we probably we haven't even, even talked. We didn't even that. talk about that. But even just, you know, again through that psychic lens of if you, for instance, my throat isn't connected to my emotional center, mm. and so I do struggle to be able to emote what I'm feeling, especially because I'm struggling with my awarenesses. Right, I don't have that clear channel going through it. Yeah, and the one thing I do want to say that might really support you is like if you have a family or if you're like Cassie and I and we work together, if you overlay your charts together, those channels, so channels are the part that come off the defined anja, so that triangle, and they're like a little bridge, but they're missing half of the bridge. So if two halves of the bridge are on the same place, they create a channel. Yes. And then two people together in unison. I wish you could see me right now. I'm like drawing it out in the air. Um, it brings it together for us to have that communication. I'm sure together maybe we do that. I would love to look. I've never looked. I don't think we do because I have thought the same thing. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, we'll look into that after I'm this though. Look into it. Yeah. But and it is it is a channel. I always say to people, you receive the information from spirit, from the head center. Mm. And straight away, we're struggling to understand what that information is. We're, we're struggling to trust this information um, and we're trying to seek it outside of ourselves, right? That's like the not self theme of the mind. And then it does. It, it's like our channel that we talk about. It's like the chakras and it's, it's meant to be moving through. And the... The less that you have defined, and even me, I even though I have most of mine defined, I have what they call a triple split, right? A triple split means that most of my centers, even though they're defined, they're only really defined between two of them. So there isn't actually a constant flow of energy and information through my body. They're not all connected and flowing. So mm. also another thing to be mindful of. So yes, as psychics, we do this. All of my clients have a human design reading um, as part of their mentorship because I want to know energetically how are you operating, how are you receiving and how are you sharing it. So mm. it's very important information in our opinion for psychics. So um, yeah, I think that's it. What's happening in your world? So much. Big question. Um, do you want to go first okay. while I collect myself? So sorry. Yeah. I was just pulling up my body she's, graph. She's, I was like, oh, I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, I don't have your chart though. Yeah, no, that's okay. I have yours and no, because I have one of the charts gates coming off here. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, but I want yours. Yeah. Well, so sorry. Continue. Anyways, what's happening in your world? What's happening in my world? Um, so much is happening, guys. This week I start the Mystical Arts. So it is my eight-week program for gosh i'm so excited i can't believe that's this week it's happened very quickly i'm trying to squeeze it in before christmas because like christmas is like nine weeks away i know it's crazy so this is for all my fellow mystics psychics witches intuitives healers readers who are just feeling really disconnected from themselves their practice and honestly just need to take some time to really regroup and to reconnect if you're not trusting yourself you're not trusting your guides, the universe, whatever. This is kind of like a reset to get you ready for the new year. So eight weeks, it's like part group, part one-on-one with me. So you can 
really just reset. So I'm very excited. We start Thursday the 20th, but you'll be able to join after that if you're a bit late. So the details will be below for that. What else is happening? I've got my 2023 readings, guys, will be coming out very soon. If you're listening to this late, go to the link in my bio. These are always a really big hit. Um, so this is like a psychic and tarot reading slash an activation and healing that I do every year. So they are coming out very, very soon. So if you're not on my mailing list, I recommend you get on it because they I do fill up quite quickly and I will be doing like a pre-sale price too. So stay tuned. Is there anything else? I think that might be it. Right now, that's it, guys. Or come work with me one-on-one. That's it. I love that. Um, Not too much happening in my world. Mm. Um, We have my call for my membership next month. Um, My membership is based on psychic development. If you want to come jump into my realm and actually be psychic and figure out what that means through you, through you, for you, come join us. It's called psychic development it's on my website if you also join this month you get access to my free masterclass, which is happening next month which is how to hear your intuition with clarity if you want to jump into that i am also really excited to announce that i am now going back to offering mentorships um, in regards to helping you reawaken and rebirth to who you are through breath work somatic release somatic movement and really just come home to yourself in a space inside of your body associated and coming from that place of i instead of what we feel like we have to do so that's really exciting i've got Mm. three spots open one is already taken um which is really just and we have our event together um yes. on the 30th of october yes. mm-hmm. Woo! nailed it um we're doing breath work and sound healing i'm also about to put together a whole program completely free of charge for those who live in Newey. it's going to be called reconnect and it's going to be I'm not sure how often we're going to connect but it's all about coming home rewilding reconnecting to the parts of us in which we've lost and it's going to just be mm. out in nature and it's going to be fun and we're going to build that community that i crave so if you can join us i would love you too yeah, we're really trying to build a physical community here in Newcastle, guys. So if you are a Newcastle listener, please send us a message um, and, you know, Yeah, stay I'm building in touch. a Telegram group. Ooh, vibe. So yeah. um, just all the things we do and all the things you guys are doing because yeah. we want to be part of you all guys as well yeah. as well. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Oh, I'm so excited. So much is happening, guys. It's almost the end of the year. So we're trying to... Uh, get in and enjoy this sort of warmer weather and really get back out there into the world so i think that's it thank you so much for listening i hope you guys have the best week stay intuitive stay psychic and stay safe love you guys bye